Hi everyone, thanks for joining me on this trip. Here's a brief background because it's episode one. So I'm Danny G, I'm a father of two, a writer, singer, fluter, and I'm releasing an album of music called The Lookout with a group of beautiful musicians that I call the Major Sevens. This podcast will be a track by track breakdown, 11 songs, 11 episodes. Full disclosure, I'm a huge fan of the Song Exploder format. A shout out to Hrishikesh Hirwe who makes it. I love hearing artists talk about the inspirations, challenges, recording process, anything that happens between the conception of a song and its release. And this podcast will pretty much follow the same pattern. I won't go into every detail of who played every instrument on every track because it would take too long, but please check the show notes for the who's who. I'll talk about the genesis of each song and you'll hear from some collaborators. And at the end, the whole song played through. If you dig what you hear, uh, please go to dmajor7s.com and hop on the mailing list. Okay, let's get into it. Track one, Believing, featuring Grania McCarthy. This song started many years ago as a riff that I just couldn't get out of my head. I was singing it to myself every day on the way to and from work. I was doing this thing where I, I wasn't listening to music so I could force myself to write songs and I just couldn't get away from this riff. I later realized that rhythmically the opening must have been inspired by a phrase that Prince uses in one of his songs, Breakfast Can Wait. It's something that happens a lot, probably because I consume so much music that some of it comes out like this. But my version was a bit different. It had four phrases and jumped around chords a bit. I like the idea of the second and fourth phrases not landing on the notes you'd expect, but landing on the one above and falling. I wanted the verses to be a conversation between partners. I'm a huge Motown fan, and I adore the classic, you know, the Marvin Gaye, Tammy Terrell duets. became a bit of a theme with this album. I ended up getting several duets on there. There's something really special about hearing a different voice come in on the second verse. It's a new energy, it lifts the whole song, just brings it to, to another place. I've sang with Grania for a few years now and I love her soulful delivery and just the tone of her voice. She was the perfect fit for believing. Hey, I'm Grania, a singer-songwriter from Sligo. I sing with my own original soul R&B band, La Gracia, and I've been singing backing vocals with Danny G and the Major Sevens for the last few years. I recorded my part for the song in September 2017, but I had been singing it a lot live previously. I can't remember how long, but yeah, for a while anyway. From the first time I heard it, I loved it. It's got such a funky groove, like you immediately want to move and sing along to it. Well, I do anyway. Um, 
I also love the positive message in the song. Still, I'm believing in something in spite of past experiences you believe. Um, I love the line. But it's right in front of you. You're going to find it. 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 What I feel inside is real. It's that like sense of being afraid or tentative about getting into a relationship, but you still believe that you'll find love again. I also kind of felt that it had like this ode to the soul Motown era. Whenever I hear the lyric, when they croon about clown nine, I just automatically think about this, the Motown singers. They sang a lot of love songs, so it just kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, when Danny asked me to record it, I was so delighted to to do it. Um, I just wanted to make sure I really did it justice. So I asked Danny if he wanted me to do anything or not do anything. And he kind of just gave me free reign. He was like, just do you, do whatever you feel, go with it, obviously within the parameters of the song. Um, but yeah, so that was great. The one thing he did want me to do was triple track, uh, which is not something I had done previously. I think it's something that um, a lot of neo-soul singers do, like the likes of D'Angelo. So that was a bit of a challenge um, just to get those three tracks all syncing in together. So that was that was interesting, but fun. Now I know what the singers mean When they croon about cloud nine And the beauty they've seen, oh Generally when I go in and record ad-libs They're written on the spot, um, more or less <laughs> So yeah oh, Don't go leaving For me, that's the really fun part. That's where I can just do whatever the hell I want, basically. Um, it's a it's a time where you kind of free flow and you can really be creative. Don't go leave As I mentioned earlier, something that happens to me a lot is I'll write a piece of music and then afterwards realize that it's similar to this or inspired by that. Uh, well, this part was pretty close to home. So my father, Jack, is a songwriter and used to sing songs for me and my brothers when, I, when we were children. Sometimes in English, sometimes in Dutch. And those songs embedded themselves into my brain, I suppose. Um, and this one came out in Believing. There's one particular song called Bloomin' Meisha with a descending vocal melody that kind of made its way into the pre-chorus of Believing. I'll play the two parts, one after another. Hello, this is Jack here. Jack Gronland, singer-songwriter and Danny's proud dad. The song Blumenmeisje that Danny borrowed for his song Believing, it's a great compliment, which means flower girl in English, 
I have never translated it in English because it just sounds good in Dutch. It's a song that I wrote in the early 90s for a great woman in Tilburg in the Netherlands who had a beautiful flower garden. The song means flower girl and I think that's all we need to know. It's a repeated melody, song slightly different each time and has a slightly different chord each time. The flute solos. If you've seen us play live, you'll know I love to play flute. I grew up playing Irish music and I love to just have fun and make up solos over the tunes. On our first album, Love Joints, one of my biggest regrets is not recording any flute whatsoever. had a bit of a hang-up about it, like it wasn't as cool an instrument as, you know, the trumpet, the sax, the trombone, instruments you typically associate with soul music. And I was also trying to prove myself as a singer. That was my first recording where I was the front man. So I wanted to be recognized for my voice, not to be known for a gimmick. I know it sounds a bit silly because the flute is obviously not that, but I had a lot of insecurities back then that I've thankfully grown out of. The flute is as much a part of me musically as anything else, so for this album I embraced it. And on the first track you've got two flute solos. (laughs) It was Ken's idea to mess around with the second one. This is Ken McCabe of Wolfhound Sound. I mixed Believin' and the rest of Danny G's second album, The Lookout. I'm going to talk about how I processed the flute solo in Believin'. So first off, we recorded with two mics, uh, a condenser, and a ribbon mic. So they both capture different qualities of the flute, so when I combine them, you get a nice full flute sound. Then to give the flute a bit more energy, uh, I used the machine called the Electron Analog Heat and just use its clean boost setting, which just gives everything uh, a bit more energy. But then for the solo part, I wanted to try something kind of wild. So I was thinking about um, the flute sound in, in Voodoo People by the Prodigy. beast of a tune so i set the analog heat to its uh craziest setting high gain so that was cool but then i also decided to try and uh modulate the sound of it a bit more so i used a sound toys plugin called little alter boy which allows you to change uh the pitch of of a sound up or down up to an octave and um it also has this uh form and shifter which separately uh you can control the kind of timbre of something 
Okay, so this is the distorted flute with this kind of form and shifting. Okay, so then just to make it punch a bit more, uh, just did the entire thing again, except down the octave. Which sounds really weird on its own, but then when you combine the two uh, with the original clean boosted signal, you get this. And then a bit of plate reverb on everything, and that's it. Before I met my now wife Rosa, I was in a bad place. Looking back, my mental health was suffering, although I didn't really recognize it as that at the time. I had just come out of an unhealthy relationship and I had low self-esteem. At the same time, I was also waking up to the state of the world, uh, you know, climate change, inequality, everything. And I was feeling just really unmotivated in general. Sometimes you get lucky when you meet someone new and they spark something of a reawakening. Now, basing your happiness on someone else isn't healthy, but that's not really what happened here. She made me see the world differently, and it restored my faith in humanity somewhat. Humans are beautiful creatures, and even though things are pretty bad right now, I, I think we're, I believe we are intrinsically good, and we will make the right choices about our future and, our, and about our planet. And that's what I wanted to express in the lyrics. Just to be grateful to this incredible woman for making me smile again. I was genuinely feeling that way that even if our relationship didn't work out, she had already affected a change in me to make me a better person and change my whole perspective. Realization is probably the closest I've come to anything resembling a spiritual experience. And so I wanted the end of the song to reflect that, a sort of ethereal or, you know, heavenly soundscape where time stops and you can just breathe in and appreciate the people in the world around you. Ken sprinkled some magic dust over it too. So the instruments and vocals kind of merge in a sort of gentle, jazzy affirmation of life. And then in the very last kind of jazzy section, that was uh, really fun to just experiment over. I was like, I think originally I hadn't intended to sing on top of it, but I was like, uh, at that stage, I was nearly finished recording for the day. So I was like, um, yeah, I'll just I'll just do something. And it ended up on the track. So it was really fun. Um, 
yeah like Ken McCabe was really nice to work with as well he was like go for it and do that I think when it comes to like being creative and doing ad libs you have to have an engineer who's willing to let you to do that because otherwise it'll never come out Thank you so much for listening. Hit me up at dmajor7 and let me know what you think. And I'll see you next time for track two. This is Believing featuring Grainne McCarthy by Danny G and the Major Sevens. Something